I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And we have a wonderful guest. Hello, it's Ryan. Again. It's me from before. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you remember me? <laughs> do you skip the shorts episodes? This is where we find out. <laughs> Anyways. Uh today we watched the Don Bluth film A Troll in Central Park from his post all dogs period and truly a and, classic and pre Anastasia period. Uh, which is not one of the more well-loved periods, but, you know, uh, every movie has its defenders. Um, who would like to give a brief spoiler-free plot synopsis of this one? Oh, I will. All right. <laughs> Yay, Ryan. So A Troll in Central Park <laughs> is a wonderful, fantastic film. That, no, I'm just... uh, a Troll in Central Park is a story about a uh, a, a little troll whose name is Stanley. Uh, who lives in in the troll kingdom, which is an, an unknowable place. It is a, a place beyond space and time that we do not have access to. <laughs> <laughs> Already too much. <laughs> Just going in for bits and it's too much. Um, uh, and he's caught with flowers, which is a no-no in the troll kingdom uh, because Gnorga, the, 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 the troll queen... Uh, hates them. They're 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 nice and good and lovely, and she hates those things. So, uh, at the recommendation of her husband, consort, unclear, Lort, uh, they send Stanley away to a horrible place of steel and stone, New York City. Uh, not knowing, of course, that right in the middle of New York City is Central Park, a lovely green space for the people in the city. Uh, Stanley. Finds himself there and loves it after a turn. <laughs> after meeting uh, two kids, Gus and Rosie, who are there in the park to uh, to play. Gnorga finds out about Central Park and goes after Stanley and the kids. And uh, there's some harrowing, harrowing uh, adventure following that. Will the children be all right? Will Stanley be all right? Oh, my gosh. oh God. This- <laughs> I'm Stay not even going to say it. You're going to have to cut in Jan saying that. Oh, my God. What did we think of this movie? All right, let's get this out in the open. Uh, uh-huh. I have been wanting to be on this episode because I have yeah. strong, positive nostalgia memories about this movie. And Danica yeah. has been vehemently... Uh, <laughs> skeptical about my positivity the whole time um i will say this i i'm not gonna sit here and pretend it's a good capital f film yeah i'm not gonna do that it is however uh, a film that i came into like intending to enjoy and i think that that helps because i did enjoy i watched this twice this morning and i enjoyed it both times i really did yeah, I mean, and okay, I am someone who I don't remember uh, Danica. I, you know, rented it when she was little. I, I have a very good memory, and I usually remember everything. I don't remember this, so if I saw it, it was brief, and it didn't make a lasting impact. Which, having seen it, because 
The story is very convoluted. I think that's why it would not stick in my memory. Convoluted, yet also slight. Yeah. So I just mean there's not much holding it together. There's there's a lot of missing glue. <laughs> a lot of missing glue. Um, but I it, I didn't have a bad time. I mean, I just mean it, it was not like horrible. And oh, gosh, this is just painful. I did almost fall asleep a couple of times. I'm sorry. <laughs> this isn't the but, only movie that's happened was, on. <laughs> but yeah, then that, that might just be you, more that's, me. That's it happened on be better <laughs> movies, too, certainly. <laughs> this, this is true. Um, but so, yeah. So I just mean I didn't have a bad time. I um, It just... Yeah, it was just, like I said, that there was, it was kind of all over the place. I also didn't get real invested in any of the characters because there wasn't strong character development or even, even attachment, even like really doing endearing things to make me really be, you know, invested in these characters. But yeah, I don't know. So I'm just kind of, jur- jur- jury's still out for me kind of as far I, I, it's as fascinating for me because i think i'll find I, I think ultimately i will agree with you on those points and yet there are and yet. characters whom i love very much and we'll talk about that when we get there yeah i remember i feel like i watched this a lot as a kid but then uh there was a time in college where danica and i were re-watching animated movies and i think this was no this was one of them and it it didn't hold up at the time, so I think that colored this watching as well, uh, of knowing that it's like, there's not much there. It was fine, there were things that I liked, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a weird little thing. Uh, I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think this movie's garbage and I don't like it. There are things I enjoyed in it. Uh, there are even, I would say, characters that I like decently in it uh but overall it just uh, it i don't feel like much happens i don't feel like both plot wise and character evolution wise and i'm not don't find myself invested in any of it and i perhaps find some characters actually very annoying and also find the general tone annoying so it's it was tough to sit through again i don't like this movie very much but i also would like to clarify that i don't judge anyone including you ryan for enjoying it because i like rockadoodle a lot and i know that movie is also garbage (laughs) (laughs) maybe other listeners have no feelings about your dislike for it i'm fine (laughs) i just need to clarify that i also like bad movies including rockadoodle um which is another don bluth film that a lot of people hate some people hate that one more than this one uh but i I like that one, so I so, can't judge that harshly. Do you think you hate like nature or New York? Like, <laughs> I <what>? think <laughs> I think what this has or is, it just children? is something. Hate children. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I hate, that's, I hate that's children. I think what this has a lot of is what a lot of 1930s Disney silly symphonies have, which is cloying cuteness for the sake of cloying cuteness and i loathe that it just like it just like personally drives me up the wall because i'm like i don't find their attempts at cuteness cute so or sweet it's just saturn awfulness i don't know okay ganorga all right (laughs) (laughs) i i think uh valerie saying that uh is when you when we talk about the characters I do like anyway. <laughs> yeah. But you know, yeah, I mean I can I can certainly see how there would be a lot of 
a lot of pet peeves as far as that what that is. I mean, there was nothing that I adamantly, you know, hated about this. It oh, just it also just... sorry, I do adamantly hate some of the songs since we're talking oh. about adamantly <laughs> hating things. And maybe if I had to watch this multiple times, this definitely if if this was like one of Parker's favorite movies that I that he wanted to watch again and again, I would be very sad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I might grow to hate, hate it. Yeah, I can see that. You're like, this was fine as a, as a yeah. temporary one-time experience. Yes, yes, yes. Let's get specific. So this film was panned by critics and is considered a box office failure, uh, which may or may not be surprising to you. Gary Goldman, one of the directors, said that the reason for this was that the film was released without any promotion and that its release was limited. He also stated that distributor that Warner Brothers Pictures did not have any confidence in the film. Yeah, that makes I sense. Personally, the only reasons. I personally am perhaps a little dubious on those being the only or yeah. even main <laughs> reasons, <Yeah>. but... <laughs> Uh, and then just a tiny bit about, I don't have a lot of fun facts here. At least I have, I do have a decent amount for the voice actors, but otherwise not really. Production on this film began in 1990 with the film being completed in 1992. However, it was not released into theaters until 1994 and was actually moved to later in the year than initially planned so that Thumbelina could be released first. Both this and Thumbelina came out in the same exact year. Oh, Thumbelina. Yep. That's another one we'll watch at some point. <laughs> Um. So yeah, let's see. It's talking about the story and characters and stuff. It's like, oh, I'll do a Disney princess, he says. <laughs> and then he did it again later, and he did it a lot better with Anastasia. Yes. I okay. I think I want to speak first because sure. I don't want to be swayed by. I mean, no, or not swayed. <laughs> I I am curious, very sure. curious as to what you all, who are your favorite characters and story. Because here's my take. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stanley was mainly annoying. I mean, the idea of his character, you know, with the little green thumb and all, but, but, and, and I don't, you know, dislike Dom Bluth, um, but Dom DeLuise. There you go. Dom DeLuise. But just hearing him, all I could see was Itchy the dog as, as he's speaking. And, and I liked Itchy the dog's character so much better. So, but but his grin and, and I just didn't like his characterization. It was it was very annoying. The little girl was mainly annoying. Um, wow. The boy was. <laughs> this I, is I, amazing. Me saying I, this mean, I know. I'm so sorry. And I love children and all, but her. I know. Seriously, it's just it's just. I think what what annoyed me. Well, we'll get more into animation. Yeah, sure. I really think it has a lot to do with animation. Sure. The way they animated her. But, um, you know, in and of itself, it, you know, I don't how mean do that she was just Gus? a terrible character, but I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, how does she feel about Gus? 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 Yes. <laughs> I do normally love children and things. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, I know it's making me sound terrible, but she she just wasn't endearing. I mean, to me, like I I didn't get invested in her. Sure. I mean, because and two is I felt bad for like the squirrel and the animals that she just held by the neck. I mean, in some ways they did a fair. I mean, a fair characterization of like a little toddler and you know and going out in the world. But I just mean the way. Okay, there wasn't enough connection. Like when she just. Oh, fell in love with uh with stanley and you know just hugged and kissed him or then was just crying terribly because they were gonna leave it just didn't sell i mean because it just they didn't have enough there for me to have really established that connection so it just it 
it just fell flat for me. Yeah. And then that does not track us. That does not track for I me. Honestly, my, my understanding of children. They seem to be entirely random. and i'm not saying that there can't be some but you know i don't know whatever uh yeah she just and then i I actually think i liked gus's character better than hers because his was a little bit more realistic or genuine i don't know you know it just as far as this kind of one track mind wanted the boat whatever and then of course as a young kid that is not old enough to be responsible for a younger sibling, you know, his getting diverted, but then ultimately trying to find and keep his, his little sister safe, you know, that tracked for me. And so he, he was not as annoying to me as kind of the way they characterized her. Uh, and then of course the villains, uh, I don't know. I was so, so I, I, Charles, um, whatever that plays. Charles Nelson Riley. Yeah, yeah. He plays again, his voice is just sorry. With their voices, I just can picture the actual actors too much. There, I just <laughs> wish they did something to just not sound exactly like themselves. I don't personally like have that problem. I don't know. It just, I don't know. I think because realize I like grew up sure, from yeah. Hollywood Squares and th- whatever yeah, yeah. where they used to Match be game. very prominent on television, you know, television and stuff. And no, I, just, I mostly know I him as he them. voiced that dog oh. and all dogs go to heaven. You know what? That's And I think it was Hollywood Squares that he yeah, was on yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, he was on Match Game as well. A match, okay. And I just see those actual men, you know, and so it just, I don't know, it bothers me that there's no... You know that they just sound exactly like themselves, but uh, but anyway, and then, so and then the the evil queen, probably out of all the characters, I I th- I think I might have enjoyed her the most, even though she was a little bit, I don't know, she got on my nerves a lot, but I don't know. Wow, yeah. I honestly, so really, I, was no- honestly, this was a shocking <laughs> time for me also, Ryan. I'm not. This was fascinating. I'm so glad that you let's decided just, you wanted to go first, Mom. Let's all just take a moment and enjoy this space we found ourselves in. <laughs> right? Sorry. <sighs> Sorry. Wow. Wow, that was... I mean, yeah, it wasn't what I was expected from you, certainly. Wow. Uh, it's fascinating. No, it's, it's no secret for me. I, I also don't like children, so I... I I very predict- predictably don't like Gus or Rosie on their face. I, I I like in general the purposes they serve in in the the movie. Uh, I'm fine with that, uh, but I'm, they were never going to be my favorite characters uh, just because <laughs> they're children, and I find children frustrating. Um, <laughs> I, I love Lord so much. He's <laughs> such a dumb little weasel. He's so great. Yeah, uh, Gnorga is is just hilarious. She she's 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 one note, but they clearly like they they knew what they were doing when they made her one note. They, they, yeah, they were like this. She's she's gonna sing a song about how she's mean. What do you want from us? <laughs> right. <laughs> Very firmly established the character. Uh, I love her don't lose your train of thoughts y'all I love her contradiction though as far as liking everything ugly and mean and breaking mirrors but yet she has the pink fairly comfy fuzzy robe I just don't think it's a contradiction she has kind of animal slippers and I'm just like I I don't think it's a contradiction she just wants she she wants to dress in comfort and be cute but she's still like evil yeah she'll still kick a puppy like you know I don't think I don't think it's a contradiction Uh, okay 
Yeah, she, she she went out of all of them. I enjoyed the most. And by the way, mm-hmm. I do want to go down on the record of saying, in All Dogs Go to Heaven, I love whatever the little girl's name. She was one of my favorite characters. Uh, so, and, and the way they animated... That's because she was a much better character. Exactly. Because she was developed. I mean, and, and you know, I just, I cried and, and I was sad for her and, you know, and, and all. So I, I felt a lot of, connect, you know, empathy for her where I just didn't feel that connection and that... I don't know, that attachment to these children. I was going to ask what, story-wise, what did you think about, is it Lord uh, being like, no, don't stone him. Just send him to this terrible place. Right? I, like, I, I literally wrote down, I was like, is he, like, supposed to sort of be nice wanting to spare him? But I don't think so. So why did he do that? I don't understand why he wanted, why he cared enough to do that, I guess. Right. At one point, someone said something about, like, we're, we're getting, we're, we're, like, losing the population because you keep stoning everyone, but how right. it's sending away. He said away something about that, but then he still anything. is later, it was like, yeah, he's annoying, let's kill him. So, like, I, I don't think he, it didn't feel like he felt that strongly about it. Like, I don't know. I, I, my interpretation is that he's not a, he's not a good troll. He, yeah. He's not a good troll. He's just a dummy. And... <laughs> He's like, oh, I heard of this place. Let's send him there. It, it'll be even worse punishment. And I think he genuinely felt that way. So he, so yeah. he's mean. He he wanted to to hurt him more, and then that didn't work. But then he also thinks that Rosie is cute. I, I just think he's a dummy. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, just a dummy, and it's funny to me. <laughs> I want to compare and. Uh, sorry, Ryan, because I know that you haven't recent necessarily recently watched this film like we have. But I'd like to kind of have a thought comparing Norga and Madame Mim mm. in terms of both yeah. being ladies who revel in being like quote unquote ugly and evil and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I do we what that. do we think about? I how like yeah, I, I guess what's what do you think about these two? Yeah, the quirky and 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 even. Like, so I'm thinking of when she's like flapping with whatever her like headpiece was, but they're also kind of flapping. I think feel like they had pulled her up and stuff. It would just I don't know, but yeah, it 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 I can see that I can see that, especially like even when thinking of Mim the the, the dinosaur that Mim turned into and yeah or dragon. Sorry, I said dinosaur dragon, but yeah, but I can see that I can see that. Yeah, I guess I guess the main difference as i see it is that madame mim is is very much like kind of a loner who keeps to herself but then it's like ah merlin i hate that guy (laughs) um whereas norga is like i rule people and i determine that they they only like or dislike the things i like or dislike and i really hate this guy and gotta go after him and destroy all the greenery and like she has she has i guess bigger uh desires uh uh, most of the time, it feels like both have no qualms at killing children. Oh yeah, you know when yeah when um with Madame Mim when Arthur dropped in, you know when she, she's like, well, you must be good, or if Merlin wants you, then I'm just gonna have to kill you, you know. And then it's like when she finds when um in Troll in Central Park when Ganorga then of course she has no qualms at then going after the little girl and and turning you know wanting to go after the little boy. Or even just trying to seemingly murder them with a with a sword. Uh huh. Yeah, she didn't yeah. seem to. <laughs> yeah. Neither neither one had problems. Yeah, killing kids. Yeah, yeah. I guess it feels like 
Gnorga is more proactive and Madame Mim was a little more reactive. Mm. She's like, I'm just chilling in my place, but oh, you're here. And well, you're good and with Merlin, so gonna have to kill you. And yeah. then, oh, Merlin's here. Time to have a wizard battle. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Gnorga's like, I gotta go kill that guy. <laughs> I'm, si- I'm sick of this guy. <laughs> I allowed this, this man to let me make a mistake. And I have yeah, to fix yeah. it. Exactly. I, I will not stand for it. On a, a, a little bit of a different note, I really like that troll that had his little song about I'm a bad troll, very bad troll as he walked yeah. away. That like literally yes. made me laugh out loud. Yeah. yeah. yeah yes. good. Uh, and I think in general, I I do enjoy the opening and how kind of succinctly it establishes a lot of world building and character of like, yeah, the trolls are bad. This guy's different than some of the other trolls and, and, and so on. Like it. It, it was a cute little opening, I think, that uh, that established stuff pretty well. Agreed. Ryan, did you express what was what is your feeling about Stanley? I don't care about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. I'm not, I'm not worried about what's happening to him. I'm not scared that he's not going to make the right decision. I just don't care. I, I like his magic. I, I very much like all the the flowers and the nature stuff. I, I, I like, that's that's been one of the things that stuck with me the most. Uh, but having rewatched it, I, I don't care about him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't really annoy me. I, I get the, the sort of sickly sweetness of it that would bother you a lot, but for me, I'm just like, yeah, that's just him. You're like, that's just what he's doing. That's yeah. just... <laughs> I I think one thing that Stanley did talk about when he's, you know, talking about his dream is wanting to, you know, make a place and invite all the good trolls and you see this kind of alternate reality where it's all of these more nice it's looking a dream, trolls. Valerie. Right. Well, I'm just curious in terms of not seeing other trolls that looked like that in Gnorga's kingdom or whatever. And he talked about his mom, and I'm like, okay, did his mom look like that? Or did she look like one of the other trolls that we saw? I don't know. I guess that I'd have been more interested in some of the, either the backstory. You wanted more troll world building. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that. I don't know if I do, because the stark visual differences between them just kind of, it kind of feels like it's leading to an unpleasant place for me. In terms of like this, uh, good people look appearance. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, that's kind of look gross. Yeah. And it, therefore, it's just kind of in reverse. Gross people are bad. Yeah. I don't think I needed or wanted more of that personally. I wasn't a fan of the bad parenting either. Of course. <laughs> they're of course. just. They're just. I literally have written down on my sheet. They're they're just '90s busy parents. I have capital yeah. B, capital yeah. P, and trademark. Yeah. After it. '90s yep. busy parents. Yep, yep. Uh, and, then, and then and then the nanny, she does not get paid enough to care about no. those kids. Yeah. So yeah. she does it. Phones in, was, cleaning. Gus was no so one, awful to her. Yeah, no <laughs> one notices no one notices that these two kids, little kids, are gone all day. She maybe she noticed at some point and she just could not be bothered. She's like, that is super not my problem. <laughs> I like that the trolls have newspapers and tabloids, yeah. uh, and that was the source of some funny jokes. Yeah, the headlines and stuff were very funny. Yeah, surprisingly soft sentence for Stanley. That was a good one. 
Um, I felt like Stanley's intro to New York with all the running around and stuff lasted way too long. Yeah. I needed one or two of those sequences to be cut. It was just, this is a lot. You can cut that salad scene. You could cut that the salad scene. Yeah. I think that's probably the first one to cut no, out of that. No, no, I remember that one. That one's a favorite. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you, can cut the, you can cut the whole part of him, like, getting getting trying to get run over on the Central Parkway or whatever they call sure, that. Sure, yeah, that you can cut that through. one. Because you basically get the same idea when he gets run over by a skateboard. Honestly, yeah. yeah, There was like three or four times where he's like, I'm on pavement. Oh, no. Like, a skateboard, cars, a bike. Yeah, we didn't need all of it. What's wrong with that squirrel? Why was its vision? Why was its vision blurry? He's a stoner squirrel, and I love him so much. But is that genuinely the intent? I don't understand. I think so. Because especially the time you... You look through his eyes at one point, and it's like blurry, and it he's is, having to. It is. You know, he's you know just how your eyes high get all the time. Sometimes? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> the, his little eyes are always. Uh, what a what a squirrel! Oh um, why? I was just like, why with the flower having hay fever? And I didn't. I didn't like those flowers. And then they started dancing. It's not funny. It's is funny the thing. Joke. The thing is that it's not a funny joke at all. And then they started dancing, and I was just kind of. I was kind of. Didn't you hear his funny little voice? He I had hated a little New York stu- accent. Hated it. I, I I kind of McFreakin' lost it inside my soul when they when they were dancing. I was like, why is this happening? What does this do for the plotter characters? You didn't want a five minute soft shoe scene? No. Right? Yeah. Of the sound of leaves rustling on grass. That's yeah. not. I sure yeah. didn't. <laughs> I sure didn't. <laughs> and I don't know how that would have been ent- entertaining for a crying child. Seriously. Well, it wasn't until the last minute. And then uh, she's right, fine right. with it. And then she's fine. Yeah. I didn't particularly enjoy Ganorga's Nur- Nor- curse scene where he uh, he cried a whole bunch and uh. it filled up the whole room. Oh, That's I like uh... the spells. I like her, all of her spells. I just didn't. I just, every time it showed him crying more, I didn't enjoy it. I guess it's kind of where I'm coming from here. It's it's a little grotesque and scary. Yeah. Which I guess you could argue is to its benefit, but I just didn't. I was like, I want this to stop. Especially all the different colors that they made the water and everything. I don't know. You know, at least it's colorful, I guess. Oh my gosh, though. Here, I wrote it down for you, Mom. A quote from Mom, which was, uh, she made while the dream sequence was happening. He was envisioning, you know, the the world that he wants or whatever uh she said i lost the thread it was a very thin thread but i think it broke along the way (laughs) (laughs) it was very funny (laughs) i was just like i don't know where i am in this i don't 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 really know what's going on I, i am like totally lost at this point i i feel like i really don't understand the extent to which dreams and stuff have tangible effect on the world and i think with where we've decided the spoiler cutoff is i will expand upon that in spoilers but yeah something in spoilers in particular really made me unsure about how that's supposed to work and what i'm supposed to take away from it and that's where the thread broke for me oh, because it's well like the I thread broke it. way earlier for you yeah but. well that is true but it's like okay, I, I I clearly heard him say dream, and this is my dream. But then and then I'm like, at what point or to what extent are they really experiencing this? And are the kids experiencing this? And then when when it turns into I'm gonna say Gus 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 Gus's dream, <laughs> he's and not stuff, a, and, he's and, not and, a and mouse. it shifts to that no, no, into Gus's 
stream when it shifts to that i'm just like wait what where what are we what are we doing what are we we're doing? dreaming i know but yeah it's just like but yeah very uh one of my favorite rosie moments was when she said you're a booger <laughs> you're a booger <laughs> yeah <laughs> i liked hearing a child say that <laughs> my favorite line from gus was you got it spaceman oh my god yeah. that was a good one <laughs> Oh, uh, I feel like that that feels really 90s to me. Yes. Yeah. Is that yeah. Huh. Jeez. You guys want to talk about voice acting or Sure. Sure. All right, I, I wrote down a lot of things here just because there's a lot of people in here that I, like, recognize. Um, obvious, Ooh, it's a great cast. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, Stanley's Dom DeLuise. Uh, this is actually the final Bluth film, The Star DeLuise, which is maybe, it's kind of sad, especially just as, like, a way to go out. But, you know, uh, I guess at least he got a starring role before his, his time with Don Bluth films ceased. Obviously, Lort is Charles Nelson Riley. Um, Gus is Philip Glasser, who was also the voice of Five Hole in the first two American Tale movies. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, which is, yeah, he plays, he's able to play a child for a pretty, like, large span of time, because that's, like, early 80s until mid-90s is when Five Hole Goes West happens. Uh, so, good, good job, Philip Glasser. Um, Alan, the father, is Jonathan Price, who, Mom, you might recognize as Governor Swan in Pirates of the Caribbean, Elizabeth's father. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you guys noticed, uh, towards the end, Haley Mills is the mom, uh, the girls in the original Parent Trap, girls in quotes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Plant Boss, I don't remember which one that is, and Troll Guard, <laughs> voiced <laughs> by Will Ryan, who's also Petrie in The Land Before Time. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you had any other notes, Ryan. You skipped Gnorga. Oh, I did, didn't I? That's Cloris Leachman. Yes, I know. Yeah. Very familiar with Cloris. What are you familiar with Cloris Leachman from? Uh, From the Carol Burnett show, which I watched for many, many years with my mom and dad and family. A very fun show. Do you guys want to talk about animation? Yes. Let's talk some about animation. It was... I mean, like a lot, honestly, like a lot of Don Bluth films, <laughs> including ones that I enjoy a lot more, is a bit all over the place, um, which is, yes. I mean, it's it's a feature and a bug, I think, of of his films, is that they're, they're a lot looser uh, than your typical Disney film, um, for better and worse. Yeah, the, um, the, the character animation was, was shaky. Definitely. I felt like the effects animation was actually really nice. Pretty, oh, no, agreed. Pretty, pretty much throughout. Yeah, no, agreed. I think the effects were always, yeah, they always looked really nice. That rose um, there was... was so pretty. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. definitely. Yes. A lot of effort put into that rose. Um, that that uh, little thing that uh, Gnorga used to like apply lipstick or whatever, yeah. uh-huh. that, that to me felt like just a straight up ripoff of the sea creature that Ursula used to apply lipstick. Yeah. Like it just yeah. like literally felt like the same thing. And, but like, it's not a sea creature. It was nail polish, by the way. No, but she, yeah, she, 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 on her she tapped, she tapped oh, okay. it. She didn't like Ur- uh, when with Ursula, like you actually see her like move it along her lips, but Gnorga basically just like tapped it to her lips, Okay, I just which were f- already like covered. I just remembered the flies on her nails. 
No, she definitely does that too. But the the lipstick in particular just felt like it was ripping off Ursula. So I'm True. like, okay, guys, get a better idea. I guess I liked that her hair was like other creatures as wigs. Yes, 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 yes. That was nice. The two pieces of animation that bothered me the most, uh, well, one was just outright funny, and Valerie first pointed that out this out to us was Is it the this rabbit? rabbit was uh. this rabbit change just. Frame by frame. It was, it would go from kind of fatter. Yeah, not frame to frame, but like cut to cut to different like angles and stuff. Yes, thank you. You're right. You are. Yeah. That rabbit had at least three or four different, like completely different designs. Like just literally a different rabbit, except that it's supposed to be the same rabbit. Yeah. It would just more. So I don't know if you caught that rhyme, but it is it was, hilarious. It was I mean, bath. Like mom like, and I didn't notice it at first, but then Valerie pointed it out and we rewound and it's like it's literally just, just like multiple different rabbits supposed to be the one rabbit. Yeah. It would go from a thin head to, to kind of a, you know, um, sloping down to a, to a, a wider body, but then to a really kind of chubby bunny, to a rounder face, to a more stocky bunny to just, it was, it was baffling. Was this, yeah. was this right yes. around when, when, they were trying to wake Stanley up. Wake him up. Yes, yep. exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hundred percent. Yeah, is it hundred percent? That's that part. That rabbit is all over the place. Yes, it's wild. It, it, it literally morphed into Gnorga at one point, but the, but beyond that, yes, yeah. No, but yeah, the the bunny that does that looks different. Like once he goes back to normal form after making the Gnorga face, he looks different than the bunny in the scene before that. It's, they just forgot. They forgot what he looked like. They just, like, literally, there was, like, no yeah. quality control on making sure that rabbit looked the same. Yeah, they're like, just he draw not, a rabbit. For, yeah, he he's did just not a have rabbit. A, he did not have a character director for his... Exactly. No, clear, clearly. But then he was next to that squirrel the whole time. Exactly. That, dis, that does look the same. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the thing compared to this, like, high squirrel where it's like, this guy has a look. And then this rabbit is just some guy. <laughs> and I mean, to uh, like, to their credit... It, it, mom and i were not noticing it at first like they're right in the sense that they were right to not care that much in the sense that like it's a rabbit that doesn't have that isn't a character and like we as the audience aren't necessarily paying that much attention to it but once it's pointed out it's pretty stark yes it's really really obvious uh the other thing is the face on Rosie just drove me crazy <laughs> because they just wouldn't even keep like, and depending on what angle they made her face tilt, her eyes looked just, and at times she just looked hideous almost because <laughs> her face was the proportions of her face or, or eyes and whatever. It was just all over the place. It really <laughs> bothered me. And Gus was more consistent, but Rosie was all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I liked with Rosie, though, like, her movements as a toddler made sense to me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, going after the butterfly and stuff like that, going through the the water, just, like, the little hopping, all of that. I was like, that feels right. That feels like a toddler. Correct. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I, I enjoyed her animation in that respect. Yes. Um, I think I was paying attention to her face a little less than you <laughs> to not be as annoyed by it. Well, but especially though the part where before, of course, you had the wake up scene with 
with Stanley and all that, but it just mean because they were focused and they were zoomed in on her a lot, that's why I just... It didn't uh, yeah, tend to bother me on the zoom-in um, scenes. But yeah, but no, it, it really did me. And what did bother me, though, was after she kisses Stanley the first time and he starts running around, the like cuts of him doing that <laughs> were kind of disorienting and I didn't like them very yeah, much. Yeah. They didn't lead into each other. Like, I, I understood what they were trying to do, but it just... It just felt bad to me. Like, it just felt like, mm, I don't think you guys hit it. I don't know. I, I didn't like that. Yeah. Uh, there were some of her movements, though, I did feel like they did a good job making it toddler-like. There were also many of her movements and her mannerisms and gestures were so reminiscent of the little girl in All Dogs Go to Heaven. I forgot what that little girl's name was, but yes. So, so I could definitely see the similarities because there were times that, and especially, I don't know if this, which I guess uh, is interesting in that they're the age, there's definitely an age disparity yeah. between those two characters. Mm-hmm. I think the girl in all dogs is closer, at least to the boy, if not even older. So, but especially the animation, when she ends up going in the water and falling down in the water and they're trying to get her up and all, there was so much similarities that in the rescue scene with the little girl and all dogs go to heaven. So I think whoever did those animations, I, Very I, I possible, feel like they're yeah. the same people working on those scenes. Um, I did enjoy some of their, sets the bridge that stanley found as far as i can tell is supposed to be a uh uh it's not an exact recreation but it's supposed to represent a bridge called gapstow bridge it's a very famous bridge in in central park Uh, it's a stone arch bridge uh and it's really cool so i think it's neat that they did that yeah uh and then uh at the end of when gnorga and lork uh come to central park they set most everything around belvedere castle which is a, a real, like, small, castly structure. Oh, okay. I was wondering. Yeah, so oh, yeah. that is a, uh, okay. an actual thing. Yep. Interesting. It's called Belvedere Castle. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't that big of a fan of the uh, character design for Rosie. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Distance was better, again. I um, couldn't, I um, couldn't yeah. tell that you didn't enjoy the animation on <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> but I was just going to say is I didn't enjoy the animation on Stanley at all. I didn't think he was cute. He was just, well. Um, it but it I felt did... like it was trying very hard to portray him as cute. And I, I guess I can, I can say that I felt that effort. And I feel like generally that works better if you don't feel the effort being made. Yeah, and yeah, totally missed the mark for me. The character design that I did enjoy the most was um, the queen. It's a, it's a toss-up for me between the queen and, and Lort in terms of whose character design I enjoyed more, but, yeah. but they were both, both good. Yeah, those, those two, yeah, I would, I'd say I enjoyed the most. I really liked the raccoon. <laughs> that was a, it was a good raccoon. <laughs> Did you like him when he got got crushed by Gus? Oh, no. <laughs> you didn't like him anymore? You gave <laughs> up on him like just because he got crushed? <laughs> but no, I like the raccoon because I guess compared to the other animal designs. Yeah. It, a little it more felt dis- less cute. Sure. Or like the face wise. I don't know. I, I thought- mean, is the, squ- is the high squirrel cute? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Well, question yeah. answered. Yeah. And then I, I did like all the nature and... You alluded to this earlier, Ryan. I my favorite 
thing about the whole film was the nature and, you know, and the the transformation of nature and especially the, the beautiful uh, places that he created underneath the bridge, you know, in yeah. even before the dream sequence, but that even the, the neat uh, bridge, bridge or walking, whatever, with the beautiful handrails with of flowers and, and almost the little gazebo thing or whatever that he formed in the middle with the beautiful roses. Just and to all give of that. you an the rose bed, just to give you an idea of where I'm at. Uh, I was annoyed with his green thumb shtick like the third time that it happened. So I pretty quickly petered out on enjoying that greenery <laughs> stuff that you're saying you enjoy. I just like that look. And like I said, that's just, you know, I love beautiful gardens. And things I, like I that, understand. But, yeah. You're a nature Grinch. I am generally so good with it. And like the greenery in some films is some of my favorite parts, but not this one. <laughs> what do you think? a live action version of this would be like. And also, what do you think the madman that would have such a thing come to pass? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think they're dealing with? <laughs> I would love but no, to see but it. But no, seriously, what would you do? Like, yeah, how would you how would you go about it, Ryan? Um, You've been given a big budget to do whatever you want. Use it however much or little of the budget you want, you know? If you have a big budget, you gotta use a big budget. No, no. This is, this is, this is a, a, a particular, like, a guy who's got a bunch of money and he's like, make the film you want, however much money you need. Zero CG, all in camera effects. Good, good, good. Real uh, set dressing with all the greenery and stuff. Mm, Heck gorgeous. yeah. Uh, you know, massive sets on top of uh, water tanks. You know, there's going to be yeah, some, yeah. some expensive Avatar The Way of Water <laughs> kind of sets. Oh, yeah, yeah. But no, no a little, CG. A little bit water world. Uh. Sure, sure. <laughs> No, it's fine. We can leave this film here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to sound design then. Um, there are three songs in this movie. Queen of Mean, Absolutely Green, and Welcome to My World. And then Absolutely Green has a reprise at the very end. Uh, I thought Gnorga's song was kind of a bop. Uh, and I'll lay my cars on the table. It was... Definitely the only song in the movie I liked even a little bit. Yeah, like especially compared to the other ones. Yeah. Um, I, I hate Absolutely Green a <laughs> lot. more of that sickly sweet stuff. <laughs> yeah, just trying very hard to be cute and wholesome. Not about it. Uh, I think I actually hate Welcome to My World more, though. It's the one that most sticks in my head as the thing I remember from this movie and not in a good way. Um, <laughs> and also I was confused about what was happening and why for the whole kind of not sure what the dream stuff is about. And my only other note with the uh, music is uh, pointing at the score that also annoyed me sometimes, <laughs> especially the cloying, the music that like this, like a choral thing happening in the background as Stanley and Rosie meet for the first time. That's just really trying to tell me, Oh, isn't this so cute and precious them meeting? And I'm like, Hey, music back off. <laughs> I get, I get that you don't like it, but I, I will say I, I thought the score, I thought it was really well scored. Like the yeah, quality, the, the quality again? of the score is really, is actually really Robert good. Folk. Yeah, no, I think overall uh, that the score is well done also. Fine, uh, I, that if you don't particular, like used, but the particular moment bothered me, but it's it's not for lack of quality so much as just the choice being made. Yeah. I, I will say I, I also probably like Queen of Mean the most, but I I think it's probably like 
one verse too long because yeah because it doesn't there's it's basically the same verse three times right yeah she doesn't really change it much i I think it's like one verse too long and they could have could have shortened it but other than Uh, that i thought it was good you guys have any thoughts let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after how's it hold up um i I don't know there's nothing like standout like bad about it you know the sorts of things that usually fill this section like yeah and it doesn't even feel like a particularly like dated version of new york or anything like oliver's company definitely does just uh just the two scenes two to three scenes yeah well oh yeah sir sure there's one particular aspect of new york that is perhaps dated but but you know just in terms of architecture oh, right. that is no longer there. But that's just that's a thing you're going to have in any movie before that Do period. Do we need to dance around this? <laughs> we don't have to dance around it. The Twin Towers are, are clearly there. The Twin Towers are yeah. still there. So, so the, there's that. Um, so, you know, it, that would could date the film in terms of some kid now is like, oh, what's that? Because they haven't learned about 9-11 yet or somehow. But it, yeah, I mean, generally the, the depiction of New York outside of some missing architecture is really kind of there's not a lot to it and so it doesn't really feel particularly beholden to the time in any notable way yeah yeah i guess like ryan brought up the the two the bridge and the castle and uh i don't know if this is how's it hold up or something else but just the the idea of in a way like who is this for is that just a nod to those in the know kind of thing or is it expected that people relate or resonate what to did you guys think i mean i didn't so you i guys didn't, didn't know, know about belvedere castle what did you think was no. happening there i was just i thought i think i assumed somehow that she had like brought a castle up from troll kingdom yeah i, I think that's what my my brain in the back of it was was just like i guess this castle came from troll kingdom because i didn't know that there was an actual castle in central park that was part of my disconnect as well uh, like you said, Danica, because I just, I was like, where, why is everything kind of almost looking medieval or whatever, you know, wh- because yeah, I understand that she destroyed the park, but why does the architecture look like this? Where, yeah. you know, was she, yeah, I didn't necessarily think she brought a castle, but I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. Did Yeah. What did you think, babe? Yeah. I, I think the dream situation too, of just like with the kind of uh, settings established midway of like oh this is kind of fantastical and dreams so just whatever i will say to my memory as a child i never once thought about the castle like (laughs) i wasn't like where'd that castle come from i was just like ha it's things are happening yeah fully I I, i i i think for whom the 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 movie was aimed at it it just was unimportant yeah, I I think so too, and I don't think, I don't think. Yeah, I think at that point it's not like I was particularly worried about where the castle did or didn't come from, anyways. Sure. So it just was like this is just what's happening now in in a lot of respects. So it's <laughs> that castle's just kind of white noise among the rest of the noise, I guess. And I was just gonna say the um I don't think anything really stand out doesn't hold up other than some of those things. You know, as far as that that dated or that you know, but you know the 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 trope, the overused trope that they also used in that they also use in Peter Pan, where you kind of have the the 
the the busy or the neg- the neglectful parents or also you know you just have the basically their their hired help or you know I don't know I think they gave her a name who is cleaning is is, is she a Maria. yeah is she the nanny is she just the housekeeper but yet she's supposed to watch these kids I mean that sense it's like okay and and oh the other thing that I kind of laughed about is this park was destroyed but yet there were no that didn't call attention to anyone that that night. I mean, like there were no police or sirens. So then these kids are still just out in this in this park, mm-hmm. you know, with this with this woman and the chasing next day, with the this family sort gets of to night. Wander through the park, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like that. That would that was okay. Yep. No one. This didn't catch anybody's attention in the whole city of New York. Okay. Yeah, and I, I guess the the only other thing I I, I would add is that part of Ganorga's supposed ugliness I think is certainly supposed to be that she's fat which I think was kind of also like the homely look of Madame Mim when you're trying to portray a woman as not very attractive part of the re- part of the way that you do that is that she's certainly not thin you know um, and that's just kind of a thing that's there I think she's a, a fun enough mess of a evil lady for like me to not kind of overlook that you know but i think it's an element that's there i i think they i think they strike an okay balance with it because i don't think they're ever like this certainly you're right that that is how they designed her she's squat and 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 fat when you just look at her that that is a descriptor but i don't yeah. think they call like undue attention to her weight yeah they're and never, there's no like, making her yeah. belly wobble around or anything agreed like that. so yeah agreed i think that's a lot of the reason why it didn't feel that egregious to me yeah Let's go on to our spoiler alert. Skip to. The only note that I have here is, oh good, he's alive and singing again. Great. Which I'm sure you guys can tell I truly meant and was not being sarcastic about it all. I uh, So I think one thing that we kind of didn't explicitly say is that Gnorga has a, a black thumb that turns creatures to stone. Oh, yeah. And Stanley has a green thumb that, like, creates plants yeah. and things like that. And at some point, uh, Danica was like, are they going to have a thumb war? Uh, yeah, and then they did. <laughs> yeah, and they we, did. we all cheered, too. We were yeah. like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. One, two, three, Yeah, that, four, uh, that was one part that I genuinely, I was like, oh, yes, thumb They're war. They're like, they did it. <laughs> Because you gotta, right? <laughs> right. Her magic she is capable magic of a lot of things. She's to turn us into a troll. Not just That's the, why she's the ruler, baby. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> pretty much yeah. Pretty much anything. She's, she studied yeah. all the dark arts. She's a strong, powerful yes. woman. <laughs> we love a girl boss. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and she doesn't die either. She's just like turned into a plant. And she seems fine, but probably very annoyed at the yeah. situation. I think it's the it's what she wanted to happen to Stanley. A just like we'll put you in a place you hate. Yeah, yeah. Go to this uh, stone and concrete or whatever prison. Yeah. And he's like, okay, you're a rosebush. I was a little, <laughs> I guess, surprised that that for uh, one that she gave the kid poses. the ability to turn stuff to stone also at all like because you briefly see it when he like transforms and then i was like oh and she could also like control his thumb that was i guess i was surprised i don't wouldn't say that it like 
doesn't make sense to me or anything. I just, I was a little surprised at that application. Yeah, I would say yeah. that that's how she controlled him. She 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 put her magic into him to to make this to make him a troll, and then, and then in order to be able to control him, she put a little bit and enough then of her poor magic Stanley into him so that he had the thumb as yeah. well. Yeah, <laughs> just she like, falls off the like cliff, Rosie did. but then he yeah. So that's so that's what yeah. Rosie falls off the cliff. That's why we gotta discuss though, because sure then she's in the boat that is flying that stand that's it was like the toy boat and stanley made it big and able to fly and it can act so uh-huh. earlier he does that kind of uh-huh. too but we're yeah. but then once that kind of sequence yeah. is done they're all sleeping in the flowers so there's a, a potential way that you could read that of just literally all of that was a dream and none of it happened outside of their heads Well, he saved he saved them from the the tear tsunami by turning his boat into a bigger that's, boat in the first place. That's how that's also true. Yes, uh, and the then sequence. yeah, there at the end, it's also just his boat can fly. So like, so like dreams are yeah, really powerful. I guess leaves are flapping. I want to know yeah. more. I don't want to know more troll lore. I want to know more about how powerful dreams are in this world and what. <laughs> I I guess for, for trolls. Well, particular. here's also a question that I had: is mm-hmm. okay when she was when she was turned into a bush, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and then uh, then Gus turned back into a boy. Like, then why didn't all of her magic revert? Like, I I was I was wondering if the... I mean it did over time. You just mean that Stanley was frozen? That magic. Yeah, some of I that. mean, I would assume or that Central Park was still destroyed. The park was destroyed via the magic, rather than the park was like Cursed. looking destroyed is yeah, magic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, I would assume she used her magic to tear it apart, sort of thing, because it was described in the papers the next day as a tornado, freak tornado came through and destroyed everything. So I think yeah. she was just force of naturing, destroying stuff. Like if she used her magic to break the boat, the boat. Is still broken when her magic is done. Okay. And most of her magic did seem to go away once she was sucked up in her portal back to troll land or whatever. Um, but I, I, I think the thumb just works different. That's like kind of a more permanent thing. Is the That's the impression I get. I don't know. I think Stanley didn't turn back from stone because... Well, yes, objectively that's true. So I think that's... <laughs> How did he end up turning? Did he get cried on? What happened again? Uh, the boy had a green cried thumb. Cried on? The boy had a green thumb. That's right. The boy had the green special? thumb out of nowhere. That was what it was. I was, I was like, he's going to cry he on him. That's yeah, yeah. That's what Danny goes. He had a little bit of troll magic. I, I honestly well, thought she did. Uh, Rosie I know. was going to kiss him but on, I was like, like, Rosie I, kissed I, him on the cheek. But I but, was like, it yeah. can't and, be and her, like, though, because if this up? movie wants to pretend it has any sort of character arc, it's got to be the boy. He's the only one who went through any sort of arc. So he has to bring Stanley back. The girl was always on Stanley's side. So. Yeah, she loves trolls. So that's why I was yeah. like, it, it's got to be him. But I sure. expected he was going to cry. But no, he just inexplicably still has a little bit of a magic thumb that's now the good one i guess yeah okay sure his heart turned yeah it's like okay sure got a little bit of that (laughs) i I accept it um but i was yeah i was glad that i was right (laughs) that like okay at least the writers understood that it needed to be the boy
It's very, it's very simple, Derek. Oh he gosh. relaxed. He thought of something fun to do. And he well, podcast over. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how he turned. And podcast that's over now. Let's, let's, good night, everybody. Oh, wait, we also didn't say, or I didn't say that uh, the kid's dad looks like a little bit like Dimitri. He does look a little bit with like Dimitri. At least hair for sure. Yeah, his his kind of general design, and yeah, his hair danglies that he like wipes back. Dimitri from uh, Anastasia. Like who? Mm. He's he's not as pretty, quite as pretty boy because ah, he's okay. clearly supposed to be an older man, also. Uh, but yeah, his hair danglies especially are very much Dimitri's hair danglies. Um, what was the one you were in? You were on the podcast, Ryan, um, in the library, the kid from, uh, Home Alone, um, Page Master. Page Master is, you oh, know, how at the Master. end, well, I guess they didn't quite, like, have this whole happy family again and everything was solved, but, like, how quickly this, these negligent parents, then at the very end, you know, next day, boom, they're in the park and they're look, one happy, look, happy bi- <laughs> busy, negligent parents are always able to stop being busy and negligent as soon as it's time for the plot to happen that way. Yeah. yeah. As, t- as soon as it's time for the happy ending, he doesn't have meetings anymore that he has to deal with. No, it's he's, always- I- he's either ignoring them or they're gone. It doesn't matter. No, the no. point is that he's here for his child now. It's once the kids are good. It's like when yeah. you don't suck as a child, oh my God. then your parents have time for yeah. you. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. There you go, children. Just uh, be better children. I think so. Oh like Page Master Kid. Is that the message you, we're trying to get once out? Once you're not scared, then your dad will love you. I would much rather watch Page Master <laughs> than this movie ever again. <laughs> uh, that, that movie had a lot of problems. But yeah. anyways, no more spoilers. Let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite scene in the movie? The salad scene, whenever he was getting like dressed in pepper. I'm like, this feels uncomfortable. I don't like What's, it. Why don't you like a lubed up troll? What's wrong? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, I'm gonna say the the kid crying a bunch and it filling with water and all that. Yeah, that one's a. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say the dream scene after that. No question. No, I'm just gonna say it's like this whole middle chunk of the movie. No. I'm just Why don't uh, you just say it's me? the whole movie? Yeah. <laughs> There's parts. There's parts I like already. After the beginning credits, before, right before the end credits, that that whole chunk in between. No, um, I'm I'm gonna say similar. Well, I I'm gonna also include the salad portion, oh. but the whole thing where Stanley is being bopped around New York and and sure. oh how scary it is. I just didn't like any of that. It just it was went on way too long. It was so repetitive with some stuff, and it was just like overdone and i'm just i did it was cringeworthy to me i'm just like sure, oh, sure. i'm ready for this to end after the very first little thing that happened to him i'm like oh um least favorite scene um it's it's a tough it's a toughie um, is it? yeah <laughs> it was for me too but for different reasons yeah <laughs> So you're on like a a, a a low bad field with like right. tiny hills of okayness. <laughs> right, right. Low you get it. On a broad okay meadow with tiny, <laughs> tiny bits into bad and occasional rises I'm not, not going to lie, I envy your meadow. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to say... I'm going to say that the short bit of the scene where, where Gus is being a, a really weird jerk to maria 
yeah like I, yeah. I get i get he's a moody child and he wants to, to but it was play a with his dad but like don't don't be rude to your housekeeper slash sitter like that's that's just bad yeah yeah what was your favorite scene in the movie now this is a tough one mm-hmm. my favorite two scenes and they're they're basically the same scene which is why i feel okay linking them together is the sort of uh, exploration of Stanley's initial troll cave, where we get to see what his green thumb has been able to produce, and then the scene in the cave underneath the bridge, where we get to see him remake that sort of space with his green thumb. I really, really love those scenes. The uh, that initial scene with the the his home, he like is sneaking through the uh, kingdom or whatever, and he gets to his door. There's already a ring of keys hanging there, and I'm just like, so if anybody wanted to go in, they could just take that and go in? Okay. And then whenever he was looking, he looked outside, and there were, like, two doors? I was a little confused Yeah, there. yeah, there was an outward door and an inward door. When he came in the, <laughs> the door, he closed the inner door but left the outer door open. I also saw yes. that and was very confused. <laughs> but yeah, I still like, like the nature. What's the design here? Oh, very odd. Uh, that's all I wanted to say. I uh, think I'll go with Ganorga's entrance. Like, her her song's pretty fun, and I enjoy her character, so. And her and Lort. I think for me, mine's similar to you, Ryan, but I, I like where Stanley in the troll kingdom, um, his room. But then also I love the, that flower blooming out the window and just the beautiful yeah, the um, animation great. on that, on that rose. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Who was your least favorite character in the movie? <laughs> I'm sorry. I turned to stare at mom because I'm just anticipating her dragging a child in a moment. <laughs> yes. I actually, it's actually Stanley. Oh. He was more annoying to me than, than Rosie. I'm going to agree with Stanley and I'm going to clarify a little bit. Um, I, I think that there, I, what do I want to say? I don't absolutely loathe Stanley, but I feel like he does a pretty poor job being the protagonist of the film. I think I think the kind of um, him against his society that the movie starts with has potential, but I just don't feel like it's used that well. And ultimately, he, he was just kind of annoyingly cutesy sometimes annoyingly cowardly other times when like the coward thing didn't feel like it was that big a part before like it just kind of it didn't feel like he had much of an arc or that he did that great of a job like setting other characters on their own and i just ultimately kind of like ryan ryan has said before i just didn't care about him like i just didn't feel anything and there's a couple of scenes that like want you to care about him clearly and i just i just don't like i just don't feel much towards him at all and so i i think he, he that's the most egregious to me because i kind of feel similarly about the kids but they're not the troll in central park that the movie's named after so it feels more egregious for him yeah i, I landed in a similar space except mine goes to rosie and the reason sure. for that is not not just because she's a child. I'm not, I don't actually hate children. I just, <laughs> just don't want to be around them. And that's fine. And everyone else can have what they want. Anyway, yeah. uh, the reason for me it's Rosie is because she doesn't re really 
the purpose she serves is just very weak to me she's yeah she's just there to be like a, a thing that bad stuff happens to <laughs> yeah which i mean it, 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 it I, that didn't go in how's it hold up because it's it's not that she's a girl it's that she's a a, a baby right exactly uh, and i'm just like i don't <laughs> yeah i think that you could there's a plethora of other ways that you could write this kind of petulant little boy into meeting this troll and like he's the one who goes through any sort of character arc is the boy yeah. i think there's a bunch of other ways you can do that that doesn't just involve him trying to find his his sister like the yeah rosie doesn't she doesn't do a whole lot she's basically a plot device the whole movie and therefore she could be written as a different plot device that isn't a character yeah yeah i think i'll agree with stanley for much of what you said danica the uh the two kind of aspects that they were pulling on for his character with him being like cowardly and all of that could have been fleshed out more to make it a strong, stronger character, but it wasn't. Who was your favorite character in the movie? This one actually is a little tough for me because I think as it's been insinuated throughout my talking, it's between two characters for me and I got to choose. I have two joke answers and a real answer. Are you ready? All right. Yeah, yeah. My favorite character is Shartarb the Troll God. <laughs> Love that answer. All whom, right. <laughs> whom Gnorga uh, invokes the name of twice. Uh, no. <laughs> Love that. My favorite character, my, my, uh, not my actual favorite character, but not uh, not really a joke either, is uh, Lort. I really love Lort. Yeah, he, I, I literally I, I took the time to write down all of the pet names that he calls Gnorga. You guys are ready for this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yes, yes. He calls her Love Lumps a number of times. Uh, he calls her uh, Schnooksy Poo. Uh, he calls her Sugar Shins. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Llama one. Legs. Bunny Bum. And this one, this one was the toughest. I couldn't hear it very well. I turned my volume up very high to hear it, but I think he called her Dogams, as in female uh, deer legs. Sure, Dogams, <laughs> love it, amazing. Do you think those were all ad libbed? Yes, probably. I think that is yeah. all Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> oh yeah, Beautiful. it's gotta be Dogams. <laughs> love it. Um, yeah, I really like Lord a lot. He's such a weasel. It's so great. I enjoy every bit of him. Um, but truly my favorite character, and you're going to probably fight me on this, but I just Uh loved every time he was on the screen was Stoner Squirrel. (laughs) I I would watch a whole movie about Stoner Squirrel. I'm ready for it. I'm not going to lie. I was not prepared for this. Oh, oh, that's so funny. Okay, oh, you know that's a great choice. Oh, I can't, I can't, can't speak ill of that. That's a great oh, choice. Uh, okay, what are we on? Sorry, favorite. favorite. Oh, character. Uh, oh yeah, probably. Uh, just it's like entertainment engagement wise. Uh, Gnorga, just fun to have around. I think I'm going to ultimately go with Gnorga, but I really liked the troll that Stanley first met that that went on his way singing, I'm a bad troll. The, yeah. I liked him. He was kind of... Honorable mention to that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah, he's yeah. just having a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I, yeah, but I get all the places. He wasn't in it long enough because he would be. But yeah, I will say. Um, why well, keep forgetting her name? I don't know. Ganorga. Ganorga. Thank you. <laughs> I think I will also go with Ganorga uh, with a very close second of Lort. Um, I I like them together. Like they're a fun duo yeah, for sure. Um, and she's just she's just really reveling in everything, and it's good. I enjoy her. She's she's definitely she's the polar opposite of Stanley in all the best ways. <laughs> if only Stanley had been enjoyable. What was your Least favorite of the three songs. Oh my god, we're still going? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Welcome to My World. Yeah, agreed. I hate that. I hate that song. Yeah. I, I concur. I don't hate it, but uh, I'll agree that it's my least favorite. What was your favorite song? What is it? The it's Queen. Queen of Mean. Queen of yes. Mean. Yes. Queen yes. of Mean is the bop. Me, it's, it's fun. Mine too. Yeah. I agree with what Ryan said about it probably should have been a little bit shorter, but like it, it's... I, it's the only song that I like at all. Yeah, it was enjoyable. It's not... I, I'm not going to call it a bop because it like of the songs that we called bop, <laughs> I think they're on a higher level. Look, it's I just throw enjoyable. the word bop out at this point. Wow, you've watered down the <laughs> For meaning. the drinking game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> My favorite... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break. I'm going to break with you. Is is absolutely green. And I, I, I hear what you say about it being oh. cloyingly sweet, but I, I, I find it catchy. I enjoy it. Uh, you know, I, I was singing it after, after the reprise at the end, of, near the end of the movie. I, I was singing it again as I was like walking to my computer here to get ready to record. It was good. <laughs> if Tim Curry were in this movie, who would he play? I, j- I legit don't know. Stoner Squirrel. No, I'm just kidding. Stoner <laughs> that Squirrel that character doesn't talk. I know they would have had to have. He could, I guess, be the, the father, but like, what is that's a nothing role. What's the name of the one Poppy who has a name? Oh God! That's no, you're crazy. you're right though. I think I wouldn't have hated those flowers as much if one of them was Tim Curry. Yeah, yeah. What was like, her name? The, what was their their name? A snuffy, snuffy. I think was the yeah. one that was given a name. Yeah, he and, and he had a uh, voiced by a woman, but I, we're continuing to call him he, so that's fine with me. Uh, it, he had a little flop down pedal. Yeah, like he had bangs. It was, I liked him. I know you didn't. Uh, I, th- I, I didn't him. notice. I think. Curry would probably be the other one that talked to him, though. Was it Boss Flower or something? Maybe, yeah, yeah. I think because, yeah, I think personality-wise. Yeah, if Tim Curry had been one of the flowers, I wouldn't have hated them as much. So, yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. What is your lowest rating that you still recommend things? Two. Yeah, generally two. Okay. Out Out of respect to your system, I will go with a two. I do recommend it for children. I think it is fine. There's nothing really egregious about it that you need to worry about, like, couching, you know, before they watch it. Like, hey, watch out for this. Uh, there's nothing really like that. You can just put it on. It's it's pretty in some places and in the places where it isn't, they're too young to know or care. And that's that's my recommendation. Have fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess... I'm trying to think. So, like, yeah, I watched... I feel like I watched this a lot when I was a kid. So, like Ryan said, I think, like, yeah, for for kids, it's probably good enough. But then I'm like, okay, but if you're an adult with that around, (laughs) then how does that affect you? Like, does that get really annoying? Uh, And it might with a couple of the songs. I'm going to give it a 1.75... Uh, I'll shrug for a recommendation if you want. Cool. Like, I have no strong feelings here. 
Yeah, that's the final word. I'm also, I, I'm going to go with you, Valerie. I think I'm going to say 1.75. I wouldn't want Parker to see this. <laughs> well, you know, even from Just the viewpoint you wouldn't of these, un, these, well, but these unsupervised kids, and oh I don't want to give them ideas. I know, <laughs> that is though, hey, we had to put a lock on my fence because he tried to go out the fence. So uh-huh, sure. it's like, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to know. I don't I know. I love you very much. But, um... I don't know. I mean, so I'm just kind of like, mm, meh. I mean, I, I guess I don't, I don't have a strong objection, like, for families or kids to see it. I don't mean it like that. But I guess maybe light recommend. No, I'm, I guess I'm not. I'm in 1.75. I'm not going to recommend it. Never mind. Just, <laughs> I think you can't. It's not no, hey, yeah. hey, she decided. Decision yeah. made. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 1.25. That extra 0.25 is purely for Gnorga and Lort. I feel like there are enough movies for children that exist in the world that you can actively choose to not have them watch garbage. So why have them see this? (laughs) 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 Sorry, I respect everyone's opinions, but also my opinions are very strong and I don't like this movie. (laughs) Yeah, no, I sort of agree. So 1.25, I don't, I think it's not, I think it's not very good. I think there are, I will, I'll admit that I had a better time watching this than I was fearing I would have. I, I do, I do think that the villains are pretty what fun. What recommendation that is. <laughs> yeah. And there's, you know, there's parts of this that are interesting to me in some way, but overall didn't have a great experience. Um, and I don't recommend it. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you. And I would love for you all to join me any Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time on Twitch with Nana Critter, N-A-N-A-C-R-I-T-T-E-R. I I am, I don't know when y'all will listen to this, but I am switching games. So, um, yeah, just join me and see. You will have fun. And these two wonderful ladies uh, will be in the chat with me and super friendly chat. We just have a really chill, fun time playing a game. So, yay, come join me. And thank you very much to our guest, Ryan. Yes, thank you, you, Ryan, for being here. Always a joy to have you. Happy to be here. Um, Is there anything you want to plug while you're here? No. Next time, we will be watching a Japanese film that I have never seen before, but that one of the three of us vaguely remembers from childhood. (laughs) Oh, we'll okay. see how that goes. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so join us then. Bye. 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 Love y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. 
and we'll have we need to record a thing right now i think we just don't have an ad and i don't know how it handles that so there's probably like just nothing in that space which means that all of the time stamps are off what do you mean you don't have an ad whatever uh anchor Anchor is now is was purchased a while back by spotify and they've changed it now to spotify for podcasters and like last wednesday they removed to the anchor uh ad as a thing that you can have Uh, so we need to record the spotify for podcasters one i mean i haven't done that this is probably too much of an ask but i would love to have a version of that where i'm in it for the episodes that i'm on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> probably too much fun but I, I every time i hear the ad i want to like I'm, i literally chime in like i'm talking to you in the end i want to do, do that at some point and it's very funny okay i wanted this to be fairly easily cut cuttable so i was waiting till it died down it is really a shame that you didn't watch, uh, that you didn't get to watch Sword in the Stone, because I would love a talk about forward squirrel ending up with stoner squirrel. Oh my, oh god. my gosh! Fully, yes, but yes, like, just a yes. phase where she's yes. like, man, that was really sad. Like, yes. this guy's chill, and then how <laughs> dysfunctional oh. that might be. Oh my god. <laughs> so look, good. look for that fanfic on the Discord server, guys. Oh uh, good. good. Sign good, up for good. the Patreon and get on the Discord server. Uh, find that that, that, that fanfic. Good. Will, will good, it will good. it be Danica who wrote it or not? We'll find out. <laughs> I'm gonna cut this and put this at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so good. Um, gotta hurry. I only have 11 hours and 39 minutes left of recording time. <laughs> I want to plug that uh, forward squirrel and stoner squirrel. <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, 